0: swing. Apartment 9 is decked out to the nines. Multiple Christmas trees, lots of snowmen, thousands of lights, a nativity above the fireplace, a menorah in the window. Beautifully wrapped gifts beneath the main tree with expertly selected paper and real ribbon. And the aroma of freshly baked cookies filling the air. An iPad provides a roaring fire in the fireplace. Hey, it's still 70 degrees outside in Florida. (laughs) Bradley and Dylan are chilling at home watching the quintessential Christmas classic that taught us to follow the direction with any new family pet, Gremlins.
1: Now this is my kind of Christmas movie.
2: Yeah, it's got it all. Cuddly fur babies, terrifying monsters, a little bit of romance, and plenty of holiday spirit.
1: (laughs) And talk about an infectious score.
2: Yeah. I'd rather have Gremlins playing on repeat for 24 hours instead of that BB gun movie. Holiday horror is so underrated. Totally is. Wanna watch Black Christmas Krampus double feature when Cameron and Allison get back?
1: Sure. You know, the town in Gremlins looks an awful lot like Hill Valley in Back to the Future and
2: Fallwell in Elvira. That's because it is the same town.
1: Oh, wait, what if all those movies actually take place in the same universe
2: if they were made today they would be
1: (laughs) cameron and allison arrive at apartment 9 with coffee for everyone
3: we brought mochas for everyone
1: and peppermint schnapps oh boy just like when i used to sneak the schnapps out of my dad's liquor cabinet
3: what was the baileys taken
1: I once drank so much that I made out with this giant stuffed Rudolph. I guess we'll add furry to your list of fetish quirks.
2: And now we know what Rudolph was doing on that aisle of misfit toys the whole time.
3: (laughs) Okay, so what are we watching?
2: We thought about a Black Christmas Krampus double feature, but how about Batman Returns? What? That's not a Christmas movie.
3: Hello? Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat
2: it? But a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it.
4: Fine. Next thing you're going to say is that Die Hard's
1: also a Christmas movie. Dude, even I know that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Anyway, how was the program tonight?
3: Fantastic.
1: Yeah, the director truly blew our minds this year. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't do the whole church thing, but if there are some hot singles, I may venture out one week.
4: (laughs) Actually, the choir director met his husband there.
3: And they make an adorable couple.
4: I gotta say. As beautifully as the choir sang this evening, they really could have used your voice, Allie. You should have auditioned.
3: Ever since the divorce, I've not been able to find my singing voice.
4: You'll find it again.
3: I think I have a better chance at finding Jimmy Hoffa.
4: (laughs) Okay, look, we need to get the drinks flowing to cheer us all up. And we got to talk about what we're doing for Christmas this year.
0: Cameron goes into the kitchen and grabs some rather large mugs, pours the mockers into them about three quarters of the way full then generously adds the peppermint liqueur into the drinks. He then returns into the living room with a tray of goodness. The four friends sit down to discuss their plans for the holidays. Each is planned to go home for Christmas, but everyone plans to be coming back for the new year.
2: Since we're all going to be away for Christmas, why don't we take our staycation money and get a room at Gaylord Palms for the ice event?
1: Great idea! We could also plan to do the Epcot Candlelight Processional and Grinchmas at Universal.
4: Totally! We could even book a table at one of the resort restaurants.
3: Well, let's see. We're all taking off in two weeks, so how about next weekend?
2: Works for me. Same. Heard. Bradley gets
0: up to answer the door. Dressed in an ugly Christmas sweater with a giant Steve Buscemi is Mrs. Halverson, and she's holding a tray of cat-out shortbread cookies.
1: Ho, ho, ho!
5: (laughs) Hiya, kids! I brought homemade cookies.
1: Yum! Want a drink? I can make you a snowball.
5: (laughs) Ooh, sure, what's in it? Never mind. Don't tell me. Just make it strong.
2: (laughs) Mrs. H, it's not like you to put more than a splash of brandy in a cup of coffee. What's wrong?
5: Well, I'm having trouble finding the last few volunteers I need for Santa's house at the children's home, where I'm a volunteer event coordinator.
2: Where do
4: you find the time to do all this stuff?
5: Hmm, I guess I could spend my spare time getting lost swiping right on dating apps like you. (laughs) What kind of volunteers do you need? I need a Santa and three elves. Say, can I persuade you guys to volunteer?
2: When is it?
5: Next weekend. Ah, damn. If it was any other weekend, we'd be happy to help. Well, good thing it's this weekend.
4: (laughs) Ah, you hustled us, Mrs. H.
5: Like Netflix hustles new subscribers just to cancel the best shows after three seasons.
1: (laughs) Well, since you have us trapped, what can we do to help? And do we get to sit on
2: Santa's lap?
5: Well, it's more like they'll be sitting on your lap. What? I was kind of hoping you'd be my Santa Claus.
2: Why not Dylan? After all, he's the ho-ho-ho.
1: My candy cane is hung and does bring joy to the masses.
5: And that's why Bradley has to be Santa. Every mom, dad, aunt, and uncle that brings their kid to see Santa will probably recognize you. What about Mr. Halverson? Usually, Mr. Halverson is Santa. Eh, he's in the hospital after a spiked eggnog overdose.
4: <laughs> now that we've concluded why Dylan will probably get a lump of coal from Santa and Mr. H probably has clogged arteries, tell us more about the event.
5: Throughout the year, Children's Home receives donations from the community that all go into the Christmas Club account. After Thanksgiving, we ask the kids to write a letter to Santa with some of their Christmas wishes. We take those letters and open them. That is mail fraud. <laughs> Anywho, we open the letters and make a list of the items. We take the money from the donations and put it on a prepaid visa and use that card to make all the purchases. Santa then hands out the gifts at this event. Perhaps the kids don't get everything they want, or even the thing they want the most, but they smile.
1: What do they usually want the most? It's an orphanage, you asshole. What do you think?
5: (laughs) I wish we could give them all a Daddy Warbucks, but we do the best we can with this event.
1: Oh, well, Daddy probably knows lots of daddies. <laughs> we should ask him.
3: I'm sure he does, but she was referring to the Broadway show
5: Annie, you uncultured manhole.
2: When would you like us to start?
5: Well, with the event this weekend, would you mind helping out after work between now and then? We need to build Sienna's Village. Bradley, you and Cameron can help prepare Santa's Village, and Dylan and Allison can buy all the gifts.
1: Uh, I don't know, Mrs. H. Probably isn't a good idea to give me a visa. <laughs>
5: Oh nonsense. Here.
1: Mrs. Hobson
0: reaches into her purse and pulls out a long, scroll-like, handwritten list with names and gifts. She hands the Visa card and list to Dylan.
1: Whoa, you guys really go all out for the children's home. I expected an email or at most a flash drive.
5: Oh, no. Santa gets letters, not emails. <laughs> Thanks, Mrs. H.
3: We'll get started on this list right away.
2: And Cam and I will see you after work tomorrow.
3: Oh,
5: Atlanta! You guys are also gosh darn amazing. I know. After Mrs.
0: Hobson leaves, our four friends just look at each other, displaying signs of obligation and a general lack of enthusiasm. From the looks on their faces, it's quite visible that they aren't thrilled about helping Mrs. H.
3: <sighs> just as I thought, we could coast into our little staycation before heading home for the holidays. Yeah,
1: how does she get us every time? She must have some secret powers of persuasion she's learned from Mr. H.
2: (laughs) Or we just fall for her Midwestern charm time and time again.
4: Look, Mrs. H needs our help, and it won't kill us to put in some time.
2: Okay,
1: fine. But if we're gonna do this, then we need to take tonight and have a good, old-fashioned, drunk! (laughs)
4: Hey, I know. Let's play a drinking game with a movie.
1: Which movie?
2: Only the greatest action movie of all time. Die Hard. We can drink every time John McClane says something about Christmas.
3: All right. Do we still have beer and liquor left over from Mr. Halverson's birthday party and the hurricane?
1: Well, Danny and I have been drinking the Jaeger, but...
4: Wait, you and Danny?
1: Yeah, he's been showing me all the stuff he learned while bareback... I mean, backpacking through Europe.
2: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Well, let's get this party started. Brad, get a real fire going.
3: Love me some Bruce Willis.
4: Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Right movie.
0: As the group all gets ready to sit down for their diehard drinking game, Dylan throws the list onto the fireplace mantle. After the drinks are poured, our friends start their game.
5: <laughs> Welcome
4: to the party, pal! Yippee Kaye,
0: motherfucker. doesn't take long before they are all three sheets to the wind.
4: Hi, I'm Rob the host of movie geek and proud this show promotes the idea to tune out all of the people who tell you that you have bad taste in film you're gonna like what you're gonna like new episodes to the podcast are bi-weekly on wednesdays with solo reviews of titles in my personal collection and other episodes in movie club which is like book club but reviewing films old and new worth talking about with a rotating panel of friends my motto is There are no such thing as guilty pleasures, forget the haters, and no matter what, you should be proud of your taste in film. Check moviegeekandproud.com for archived reviews and where you can listen to our show. See you at the movies, someday.
0: While Cameron is cooking up chicken and waffles for breakfast, Bradley is at the kitchen table nursing a hangover headache with coffee. Allison and Dylan slothily walk into the kitchen and fall down into their seats.
1: Coffee. I need the coffee.
3: Mm, same. Forgot how many times John McClain reminds us that it's Christmas.
1: Freddy <laughs>
0: gets up and grabs the coffee and pulls them all a cup.
2: That was a fun drinking game, from what I can remember, at least.
1: <laughs> Cam,
2: how are you awake?
1: and alive enough to even make chicken and waffles. Well, I kinda
4: cheated. About halfway through the movie, I started drinking Shirley
2: Temples. That's not fair, but also kinda genius.
3: (laughs) So, Dylan, when do you want to start buying the gifts on that list?
1: We could start after breakfast, and after the aspirin kicks in.
0: (laughs) Speaking
4: of breakfast, coming
0: right up. Cameron serves up a round of positively scrumptious chicken and waffles. The chicken is golden-fried to crispy perfection, whilst the Belgian waffles are fluffy yet firm. Mmm. Wonder if they'll have any leftovers for me.
2: Cam, that was delicious. Huh. Haven't said that in a while. <laughs> I can't believe we ate all of that.
0: No, I guess not. <laughs> Dylan, go
3: into the living room and get the list so we can start going over it.
0: Yeah, you got it. Dylan leaves the kitchen and goes into the living room to fetch the list. Dylan goes over to the fireplace mantel, where he left the list, but cannot find it. He then looks on the coffee table, under the furniture, behind pillows, and everywhere. He then calls into the kitchen. Hey, guys?
1: Uh, I can't find it. Cameron, Allison, and Bradley all come out into the living
2: room. What do you mean, you can't find it?
1: I swear, I left it on top of the mantel.
3: Well, it couldn't have just gotten up and walked away. Did you by any chance leave it in your car? I mean... That is, if you went out for one of your regular witching hour hookups.
4: How did you know? We all know. You didn't think we bought that early morning run routine, did you? Kinda.
2: (laughs) We all know what sex hair looks like.
0: Allison looks all around the fireplace, then something catches her attention.
3: Um, Dylan? When we asked you to find some newspaper for the fireplace last night... You didn't.
0: Allison picks up a singed piece of paper.
3: By any chance, throw the list into the fire, did you?
0: No. I mean, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> well, is it no, or you're not sure? We were all pretty drunk last night. Except for you, Cam.
3: Because this piece of paper has names written on it.
1: I swear I used newspaper! How could you be so careless? I really don't think I did. I must have done something else with it.
4: Like what, mailed it to Santa?
1: (laughs) I don't know. It'll turn up.
3: Perhaps it's hiding with Hillary's emails.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute. Here, don't panic. I'm sure Mrs. H has a copy.
5: brady what's up
2: hey mrs. h we were all wondering if we could get another copy of that list why (laughs) well because we uh um because we want to tag team the list so we can buy them twice as fast oh yeah that's good
5: oh what a great idea if only that wasn't the only one see the list is handwritten every year but your kids can come down to the lobby and you can use the copier in the office
2: Oh, yeah, we may do that. I'll talk to you later, Mrs. H.
5: Okay, bye, Brady. Just great. What
3: the hell are we going to do now?
4: Well, we can't tell her that the only copy of the list became fuel for our drunken fire last night.
2: (laughs) Now would be a good time for any suggestions that don't involve telling Mrs. H that we burned up the orphans Christmas.
1: I got it. Mrs. H said that the gifts were for two to twelve-year-olds, right?
2: Yeah, so... Why
1: don't we just research what's hot for kids that age?
4: That's not actually a bad idea.
2: Why don't we just buy them all
3: Switches? (laughs) I was thinking about toys that don't involve screens.
1: Maybe we'll buy them even better stuff than what was on their lists. Yeah, how hard could it be? Shop it for kids.
0: (laughs) Great, it's settled then.
4: Bradley and I will head down to the North Pole and you two can hop on Amazon.
0: While Allison and Dylan head out to buy the gifts, Bradley and Cameron arrive at the community center where the Santa village is being built.
2: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas.
0: There are giant gingerbread walls, dozens of candy canes, plenty of quilt batting the snow, gumdrops, Christmas trees out of the wazoo, and more. Dozens of volunteers are hard at work to bring the village to life. Bradley and Cameron find
5: Mrs. Helvis. Oh, hiya, boys. Oh, we're gonna have such a gosh darn merry time, don't you know? Yeah.
4: Nothing says Christmas like blood, sweat, and tears.
5: (laughs) Oh, now don't be a Scrooge. Just think of how much this means to the children. Besides, we got a lot of cute worker elves running around here building the village. Maybe I might get some dates out of this.
2: Damn, looks like that elf is packing heat. I wonder if I can unwrap that package.
5: Down, boy. Please wait until after the event. I can't have Santa Bone and his elves. Mrs. Claus will get angry. And you don't want to see Mrs. Claus angry. Uh,
4: who's Mrs. Claus?
5: Me.
2: (laughs) So, uh, how do we build this village?
5: It's easy. Just like one of those 3D puzzles back in the 90s. We build this every year.
2: Sounds simple enough.
5: Where should we start? Go check in with the elves that are already working. Meanwhile, I'm going to work on hanging these lights and ornaments. Bradley, when you're done, come find me and I'll show you the sugar daddy. I mean, Santa costume.
0: Bradley and Cameron walk over to the Santa's village, where they meet one of the guys working on assembling parts of Santa's house. And with his open hair, green eyes, athletic build, and radiant smile, he's right on brand for Bradley.
2: Hey there, I'm Bradley, and this is Cameron. You, uh, build Santa's houses often because, uh... I really like the way you're handling that wood. (laughs)
4: Mrs. Halverson said to put us to work. Fabulous! Thanks, Santa, you're here. I was beginning to wonder if my only company was going to be the road crew from Cocoon.
2: (laughs) At least you'll never forget to check your sugar and check it often to avoid diabetes.
4: (laughs) You must be quite a cinephile. That I am. Oh, sweet. We can chat about movies as we work. So, So how can we help? Oh, you guys can help me with the pipe and drape. Bradley, here, take this. You'll be on the receiving end, and I'll insert my pole into yours, and then Cameron, just grab a tool and start banging.
0: <laughs> Dylan and Allison are about to pull into Target when they notice a seasonal overstock-type Christmas store
1: on the opposite side of the plaza. Hey, look at that store. It's called... OAF Schwartz. (laughs) Want to check it out?
3: I don't know. Target actually has everything we need, and if anything happens, we can take it back.
1: Aw, come on, let's check it out. If there's anything sketchy about it, then we can go to Target. It's
3: not going to be sketchy. I just know that Target has everything we need.
1: Come on, you know you want to.
3: (laughs) Fine, but only for a quick look.
0: Alison and Dillon walk inside the store, and they're shocked at what they find.
3: Holy shit, this place is sketchy.
0: Allison and Dillon have stumbled into a dimly lit store with caution tape over a bunch of boxes. In the corner, at the front of the store, is a balding woman invested in her phone. Alison and Dylan walk over.
1: Excuse me, sir. Uh, I mean, ma'am. <laughs>
0: The store clerk looks up from her phone. What?
3: Hi. We're looking to buy toys for needy children. And on the outside, this place looked like a toy store.
5: Yeah, it's a front. For drugs? (laughs) No, for Jeff Bezos. He turned OAF into one of his warehouses. Toys are in those boxes, but they're Bezos' property now.
3: Ma'am, if you could find it in your heart to let us search those boxes for toys? It would mean everything to us.
5: But lose my contract with Bezos? I'd sooner shove two scorpions up my ass. <laughs> double penetration?
1: Say, can I get your nub?
3: You know, they say that good deeds count double
5: around Christmas. That's not what my parole officer thinks. Now get the fuck out of here. There's a target literally across the parking lot.
0: Defeated, Allison and Dylan walk over
1: to Target. Yeah, I gotta level with you. I thought that was going to be way more fun. Like, from the outside, it looked like it'd have everything from bikes to trains to video games. And be the biggest toy store there is.
3: (laughs) I don't want to grow up, because if I did...
1: I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid.
3: (laughs) Weird how that one and this one end with Bezos. Okay, let's not lose our focus. We need to find all the items on our new list.
0: Allison and Dylan grab two carts as they walk into Target. It is busy. Yet somehow, an employee finds the time to greet them. As the thin man approaches, it is clear that he's on some kind of speed. Hey guys, welcome to Target. (laughs) What can I do
5: for you?
1: Have you guys ever wandered through our winter wonderland or have you checked out the dollar section at the front entrance? You mean the one where pretty much nothing is a dollar? (laughs) That's the one.
3: Thank you. We're
1: fine. Ooh, I can help you find anything in the store right now! Dude, lay off. The
0: target employee grabs Dylan by his shirt.
1: I don't think you understand. They'll kill me. They'll fucking kill me if I don't help you.
0: Allison and Dylan run away from the employee, losing him down one of the toy
1: aisles.
3: What the hell was that guy's problem?
1: I think he's on drugs. Anyway, look at this weird toy. It's... Tommy, the toilet lover, simulates pooping, peeing, and even includes a mock colon cancer screening kit. Allison reads the mission statement on the box for the company.
3: For every Tommy toilet you buy, we donate money towards cancer treatment for kids. that's kind of nice. And if you don't buy one, we will remove a child from life support. (laughs) Wow, these guys are really playing hardball.
1: Let's just stick to the list. I mean, how did they even know we didn't buy this toy? As Dylan and Allison
0: walk into a different toy aisle to get the gifts they need on their list, they didn't notice a store security camera watching them as they put Tommy back on the shelf. Behind that security camera is a brand wrap from Tommy the Toilet Lover. Sadly, another angel has earned their
1: wings. (laughs) Hey, I noticed they have complimentary gift wrapping here.
3: Don't bother, because however they wrap, I'm sure it won't be up to Bradley's standards in gift wrapping. He'll unwrap each of them, and then re-wrap them with coordinated paper and real ribbon.
1: Damn, didn't realize I was living with the Joan Crawford of gift wrapping.
3: Well, that's Bradley. No plastic ribbon
0: ever! Out of the corner of his eye, Dylan spots a decorative display featuring carolers underneath a lamppost against a backdrop
1: of snow. Hey, Allie! Look! It's you!
3: That's pretty much my Christmases growing up. Our show choir would dress up as Victorian carolers. I wish I could find my singing voice again. I didn't miss it, you know. Especially the snow. It was so magical.
1: I believe in you, Allie. You'll find your voice again. I mean, you do find Waldo every time.
0: <laughs> I appreciate your confidence.
3: Well, you're cocky. I've always admired your confidence.
0: Just then, the target employee finds Allison and Dylan and starts running towards them.
3: He's going to kill us this time.
0: The target employee stops just short of them, falls to his knees, begging. Please, please, please,
4: please, please, let me give you a discount on all your stuff. I need this job.
0: Confused and scared, Dylan and Allison agree, and the three of them walk to the front of the store with their gifts. We
3: did good. And the insane guy didn't kill us.
1: I know. Who would have thought he'd give us this awesome discount? I can't wait to show Cam, Bradley, and Mrs. H the stuff we scored. Those kids are going to love being able to get active, running around, playing with their new toys.
2: Jackson Saves the Moon. The incredible new children's book from Darren Garwood and illustrator Carl Osborne is now available at www.jacksonsuperhero.com, Amazon, Waterstones, and all other major
6: book outlets. Join Jackson in a quest to bring back the moonshine, meet aliens from another planet, and fly in a rocket ship across the galaxy. Jackson Saves
2: the Moon. Other titles in the series include Jackson Saves an Owl and Jackson's Solution to Pollution. Live the adventure at www.jacksonsuperhero.com.
0: Allison and Dylan arrive at the community center, ready to show off their treasures. Upon arriving, they see the village is nearly constructed. The sing-along train is barreling around the track, the outdoor ice rink is almost ready to welcome guests, and the gingerbread cottage is baking up ginger goodness. All that's left are some finishing touches.
3: This place looks great!
0: Right out of the Polar Express or something! Let's find Mrs. H and the boys. With two heaping bags of toys, Allison and Dylan walk over to the village square where they spot Mrs. H,
1: Bradley, and Cameron. Sup guys, have we got toys to show you? Ooh, let's see, what all did you get?
5: Ooh, I can't wait to see all the kids' gifts they wrote Santa about.
0: Mrs. Halveson goes over to the big bags that Dylan and Allison brought in, then proceeds to open them. Mrs. H, have we got
1: a funny story for you. What in
0: the H-E double hacky sticks is this? Mrs. Halveson pulls out a pair of ice skates, then
5: she pulls out a scooter, followed by a hoverboard.
3: I know! Aren't these gifts great?
5: Lucy, you got some and toroo. <laughs> Let me see that list.
1: See, that's the thing. Uh, the list accidentally met with our fireplace when we were all drunk. I- except for Cameron. He was only partially drunk. But we decided to research what kids 2 to 12 were into. And so we bought these items. Isn't that great? <laughs> great is not the word I would
5: choose. I know. I'm um, phenomenal.
2: Clever, ingenious. Exemplary.
5: I was thinking careless, disappointing, disrespectful,
3: oh yeah, and useless. What? These are all the latest toys that kids are into of the non-screen variety.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Mrs. H, these kids will be so surprised that Santa took their lists up a notch.
5: Most of these kids can't use anything in those sacks. If you had cared enough to look at the list, you would have noticed the QR code that takes you to the orphanage's website.
2: How do you hand draw a QR code?
5: Very carefully. Took Mr. Halverson days. <laughs> What's
4: so special about this orphanage?
5: Not to put too fine a point on it, but special is right. This orphanage is special because it's for children that are differently abled.
2: Oh. I was wondering why there were so many ramps around this village.
5: Yeah, thanks, Sherlock. Santa arrives tomorrow and I'll have nothing for them. These kids have it rough already. This is the one time a year we truly get to do something meaningful for them. Now they're going to be more disappointed than Glenn Close every Oscars. We can help fix this. No, you've helped enough already. No,
3: really. We're sorry. And we know we can find a way to still make Christmas happen for these kids.
5: Take these back to the store and get your money back. I guess I can use the money to buy gift cards or something. Without that list, I don't know what to buy.
2: Don't worry, Mrs. H. We will get the money back.
0: Four friends arrive at the target, but the parking lot is empty. Perplexed by this, they all get out of the car and walk over to read the sign that's on one of the doors.
3: This location was purchased by Jeff Bezos. Please visit one of our other friendly target locations.
1: What? Hell! We were just here!
4: That's Jeff Bezos for you. Buying up businesses faster
1: than Dylan goes down on a date. <laughs> okay, guys. All we have to do is take these gifts to another target. It's almost closing time, so let's go. Our four friends rush in from the now defunct target and head to one
0: a few miles away. With only minutes to spare, they pull into the parking lot and head inside with all the toys. Upon entering, everyone heads immediately over to the returns counter. Helson and Dylan are shocked to find... Hey,
2: you two! You guys
1: know each other? Yeah, we met at the other Target. Wasn't
0: that something?
4: Not long after you guys left, we got a memo that our location was purchased by Mr. Amazon himself! (laughs) Fortunately, I was able to transfer!
3: Okay, um, that's all fine and good, but we need to return all these toys for a refund.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, I can't do that! See... That big special discount I gave you, well, it wasn't exactly authorized or legal.
0: If I let Target know and return these toys, they'll fire me. Oh,
4: this is just great. Come on, guys, let's go.
1: Our friends leave the store and group together in the parking lot. Murphy's Law must really want to screw us over. Wonder what's next. Allison
0: throws up her arms, looks up to the night sky, and yells.
3: What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? (laughs) (sighs) (sighs)
0: Ugh. I need a
4: drink. Same. Let's go to Hit Me Again and figure out a way out of this mess.
1: Hey, guys, I actually keep a bottle of Pinnacle Whipped Vodka in my gym bag in the car. What?
2: So many questions that we just don't have the time for.
0: (laughs) Dylan goes over to the car to get the vodka. He opens up his gym bag to grab the bottle, but something catches his attention.
1: Hey, guys, you'll never guess what I found.
3: What, Axe Body Spray to go along with your college vodka?
0: No. I found the list! Dylan runs back over to our friends, waving the list that Mrs. H gave them the other night.
4: Then what was the list in the fireplace?
1: Uh, must have been the list of hookups I make every year. You make a list? And check it twice. (laughs) I gotta remember who's naughty or nice. Naughty ones get a boudoir calendar of me. Then how did this list get into your gym bag? I must have thrown it in there while I was drunk, knowing that my gym bag is one of the safest places.
3: I got an idea.
1: You want my photographer's info?
3: (laughs) Maybe, but I just thought of a way to save Christmas for those kids.
1: Really? What is it?
3: Come on, let's all go to Hit Me Again for a round of shots. Maybe a few rounds. You're gonna need them for this idea.
4: We are not making a The hose of Apartment 9 calendar.
2: Or a fetish site. (laughs)
3: Not even close. Come on, let's go. I'll explain.
2: Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Film Busters.
0: Three friends who love each other, but hate each other's tastes in movies.
2: You just hate Tom Cruise, don't you? It was annoying me. I think when I was watching it, I was in a mood to be irritated because
0: I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away. (laughs) How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line.
2: Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that I wasn't bored at any point during the film. I oh, well, Can I, I, I not, can it, I not say extent. something? I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm going first. I'm done
0: with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. It's particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films. After this one because...
2: Because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's 10 out of 10. Fuck off. I don't think I can continue podcasting with <sighs> you boys. I'm shocked him. <laughs> Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms.
0: The night of Santa's village is here. Bradley is dressed as Santa, Mrs. Halverson as Mrs. Claus, and Cameron as an elf. The cheerful sounds of the children echo through the village. It's funny, we often complain about the littlest things. These kids exhibit more whole day cheer than can ever be found in the opening of a box or bags. Backstage, Mrs. Halverson is talking with Bradley and Cameron.
5: While I'm still upset with you guys, thanks for not bailing on helping me out. Hey, at least you look cute in your costumes.
2: I don't think wearing a Santa suit is going to get me any dates. (laughs) Hmm, Meanwhile,
4: I've had three other worker elves give me their numbers. Must be the ears and tights.
5: At least until we can get the gift situation figured out, I do have something to give the kids. What did you get? The Tampa Bay Lightning donated a ton of signed hockey sticks for the kiddos.
2: Well, we have a surprise for you too.
5: Oh please, no more surprises. Unless you got Ed McMahon handing me a giant check.
4: If he was, you'd be the first to call Ghostbusters.
2: He's dead. What? Since when? Since, uh, oh, I don't know.
5: Next thing you're gonna tell me, Bob Barker doesn't host The Price is Right anymore.
4: He doesn't. Drew Carey hosts it now.
5: Bob's dead? No, he retired. I gotta stop Mr. Halverson from playing old VHS's. <laughs> Well, it's showtime. Let's bring in the kids. I'll just go outside to make a quick announcement for damage control purposes.
0: Mrs. Halvson walks outside Santa's house and greets the dozen kids with eager smiles on their faces.
5: Welcome, everyone, to the North Pole. Santa is all ready for you guys, but I have an important announcement. You know how Santa gives out something from your Christmas list every year? Well, this year, he's got a lot more help.
0: Dressed as elves, Allison and Dylan arrive with four giant sacks.
1: Can somebody tell us where Santa is?
3: He's in the house! Well then, we had better get him this special delivery flown directly from the North Pole on the Rudolph Express.
0: Allison and Dylan, take all the bags inside Santa's house. Dumbfounded, Mrs. Allison turns to the crowd.
5: In just a few moments, Santa will welcome each and every one of you. I'm just gonna go in and make sure my cookies are ready for ya.
0: Mrs. Halveson arrives in Santa's room, where she meets up with our four elvish friends.
5: What's going on? I thought I told you to take back the gifts for a refund.
1: Let's just say a chance encounter with the power of Jeff Bezos left us without a store to return the gifts to. <laughs>
3: huh?
1: We'll explain later.
3: But thankfully, Santa
5: works in mysterious ways.
4: A little Christmas magic has come to town.
5: I don't understand what's going on here, but I can't keep those kids outside any longer. Ho, ho,
2: ho, Mrs. Claus, bring in the children to see old Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Mrs.
0: Alveson walks outside to bring in the first kid. When she returns, she brings a little girl in a wheelchair with a Frozen shirt on.
2: So what's your name, little princess? Sophie. Ho, ho, well, I think I have just the thing for you. Santa turns to his helper elves. Do we have something for Sophie? We sure do.
0: Alveson takes an absolutely stunning Elsa dress with sequins, that catch the beams of light from the lights inside Santa's house. Ho,
2: ho. Here you go, little girl.
4: Oh, thank you, Santa. Thank you, thank you. This is just what I wanted. Merry Christmas.
2: And what about you, little boy?
4: Do you,
0: by any chance, have something Lego Star Wars?
2: Ho, ho, ho. I love Legos, too. Let's take a look.
0: Allison reaches into the bag of toys and takes out a Lego X-Wing fighter.
2: Here you go. And don't forget to obey flight traffic laws.
5: Thank you, Santa.
0: The little girl and boy leave
5: Santa's room overjoyed, holding their gifts closely. How did you guys do that? Uh, I'm speechless and deeply touched.
4: Oh, Dylan found the original
2: list.
5: But I don't understand. You said the store was closed when you went back.
2: <laughs> it sure was.
3: Then How? After Dylan found the list in his gym bag, don't ask, we knew what every kid wanted. But how did you guys buy all the stuff?
4: After some shots of liquid encouragement, we decided to use our staycation money and buy all the gifts on the list.
3: We remembered that giving with a joyful heart is at the very core of the spirit of Christmas. That's what the wise men did, after all. If they could give baby Jesus their best, then we should be able to do the same.
1: While these kids may have been dealt a bad hand, we could do our parts in bringing that holiday magic into their lives. These kids deserve to have the best Christmas ever.
5: What did you do with the other gifts? We
1: took them to another orphanage and donated them to make their Christmas warm and bright.
5: Oh, kids, this warms my soul more than an utter warmer on a Minnesota cow.
2: <laughs> By the way, Mrs. H., what did you wish for this Christmas?
5: Only the greatest gift.
4: What, more cheese
5: bouchemi heads? <laughs> oh, silly. Friends. Best friends. Ally, look. Dylan
0: directs Allison's attention to the window, looking out into the village.
5: It's snowing? I have a little Christmas magic in me, too. Dylan told me you miss seeing snow.
0: Allison runs outside, looks up, and spins around in the falling snow. Mr. and Mrs. Claus... Dylan and Cameron join her outside. Ah!
3: It's burning my eyes. (laughs)
5: It's Florida snow. A.K.A. shaved soap. It's still so
3: magical. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear
6: enjoyed our Christmas episode of Forza Crowd. As a special treat, I've invited each of our cast and crew to share a holiday greeting from them to you. Enjoy.
3: Hello, all. This is the voice of Allison, Cassie Dodge. I wanted to say to the fans of Forza Crowd, thank you. Thank you for taking a chance on us, and thank you for sticking with us these last few months. I truly hope that you've enjoyed the show as much as we in the cast and crew have had making it. Have a safe and happy holiday season, And we look forward to coming back to share the chaos that is Apartment 9 in the new year. Hey
4: everybody, this is Jeff Feitner, the voice of Cameron. I'd like to take a second to thank Ryan, Zach, and Danny for the opportunity to be a part of a terrific cast and a fantastic show. To my friends and family and all the members of our armed forces out there, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
3: Hey, this is Lana White, the writer and composer of Forza Crowd's theme song. I couldn't have done it without the help of my wonderful co-writer and producer, Dave Anderson. I want to wish you and your loved ones a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And big thanks for supporting this hilarious, heartfelt show. My hope is that the struggles and trials of the characters connect you in the most meaningful way, helping you to feel like you're a part of a bigger, caring community of like-minded people. The writers, actors, and producers put so much care and thought into every episode. So thank you again for supporting this show. Happy Holidays. Love ya.
1: Hey everybody, it's Chase Grant. I play Dylan on Forza Crowd. Just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to us. We hope that you have the best Christmas with your family and we'll see you next year.
0: Hi, it's your narrator here, Ian Shaw.
1: I just want to thank everyone at Forza Crowd for
0: welcoming in as part of the family, being here in the UK as I am, and to all of you for listening. I hope we brought a bit of fun and a bit of joy into your lives over the last year. However, many episodes it's been, and that you've had a great time getting to know us and getting to know these characters. I know this has been a challenging year, and with Christmas coming up, there's a lot more challenges. Maybe not all of us are going to be able to be face to face in person with those who we love, but if not, please reach out. Go online, get on the phone, and speak to everyone you love and tell them how much you love them and wish them a Merry Christmas as we wish you a Merry Christmas. And I hope that. If we all do things right this year, it'll mean that we'll all be here to wish everyone a Merry Christmas face
1: to face next year. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello everyone, my name is Jason, a.k.a. Hammond, and I've been editing episodes of Force of Crowd. Since episode 4, I've been a huge fan of audio dramas and series, and so to get a chance to work on one is a big, big honor. So shoutouts to Ryan, Danny, and the entire voice cast. It's been an absolute blast to edit these shows, and I cannot wait for the next season. Merry, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Let's make 2021 the best
2: year ever. Woo! Hey guys, this is Max Ice. Thank you all so much for listening to Forza Crowd. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. It has been an absolute joy bringing life to these characters, and I can't wait to come back next year for the second half of season one. Now, I know the year 2020 hasn't exactly been the best year and has been pretty stressful for all of us. That being said, I hope you all are doing your best to enjoy the holiday season safely. Just remember that good times are still ahead, and we will all be together again soon. I wish you all a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Stay safe and see you all again in 2021.
5: Happy holidays. This is Shannon Hull and I play Mrs. Halverson on Forza Crowd. Making this podcast has been a bright spot for me in 2020. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that supported it. A thank you to the cast and a thank you for the creators for giving us all the opportunity to get some good laughs in 2020. Please keep listening in 2021. Have a happy and healthy holiday. Thank you so much for your support.
4: Hi there. This is Zach. I wrote and directed episodes two, four, and six. It's been a great deal of fun to bring these stories and characters to life. I can't wait to come back from the break and continue to see this show grow. Until then, I wish you all a happy holidays, be safe, and a happy new year.
3: This is Danielle Meskel, producer of Forza Crowd Podcast, and I would like to say thank you for listening. As our first season comes to its winter break, we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing even more Apartment 9 shenanigans with you soon when we return in January.
6: Hey, it's Ryan again. In closing, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to our show. Christmas and New Year's are times of joy and change, and we all want to change the world, but that's an overwhelming task. All we can really change is ourselves, a little bit at a time because that's the only thing we have control over. And if Scrooge can be redeemed and changed, then I know there is hope for our world. To quote Charles Dickens, Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if anyone alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us and of all of us. And as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas.
0: Voicing awesome. my regular cast Max Ice as Bradley Jeff Beitner as Cameron Cassandra Dodge as Allison, Chase Grant as Dylan Shannon Hull as Mrs. Halverson, and me, Ian Shaw, as your narrator. Additional character voices by Jeff Beitner, Shannon Hull, and Luke and Victoria Hull. Our theme song was written and recorded by Lionel White and produced by Dave Anderson. This episode was written and directed by R.L. Terry, with contributions by Zachary Raw and edited by Jason Laverne Hemming. Forza Crowd was created by R.L. Terry and is produced by Danielle Mascow. Connect with Forza Crowd on social media by following us at Forza Crowd Pod and follow Mrs. Halverson on Instagram at Mrs. Halverson only fans see you next time department nine and Merry Christmas One, two, three, four, to the crowd.